So I asked the champs some questions today. I was just asking them a couple things to get to know them even better and break the ice around some of their business. So I just said stuff like, um, you know, I said, what's your name? I said, uh, where are you from? I said, what's your favorite food? I said, what's your hobby? And then I said, uh, what is something that is a big weakness of yours in your business? And the number one thing that I saw over and over and over again, uh, was recruiting. And it's interesting because for me, this is something that I think I just have never struggled in really since I made a very conscious decision to change people's lives. Uh, but even with that said, I recognize that it is, uh, I don't know that it's a weakness. I just think it's probably not where the focus is going in people's businesses. Does that make sense? And something I've trained many times is that we, hold on, is that Kumba? Hold on, sorry. There's like a lot of scratching sounds happening. Hold on. Um, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of us who think that something we're doing is hard. Nothing is really actually difficult. It's just where your focus is actually going. It is Kumba. It's where your focus is going. So there's nothing. Sorry, buddy. There's nothing really actually different about selling as there is recruiting. And the only reason I want to bring that up is that we have a lot of you on here who are sales assassins, right? Like you're so good at selling, it's out of control. You have hundreds and hundreds or thousands of customers. And then you might be sitting there wondering like, why on earth do I not have, uh, why on earth do I not have a big team yet? And so I say it because I think a lot of it is focus. The other thing I think a lot of it is, is that uh, we lack confidence around something we've just never done before. But I will tell you, if you want to have a stable, 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 stable business, which I know you do, like I feel like I know you do, uh, want to have a stable business, you have to build wide. And this is going to be a conversation that I'm just, I'm going to, I mean, I am going to borderline like bang it into our heads until people start building like this because I do not want, like, let me tell you why I don't want you to struggle period. Okay. And what naturally happens is people recruit one banger recruit who builds a huge line. That person gets a little egotistical about it. Let's pretend it's Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee recruits Brittany Anderson and is like, woo, I got it made. And all I do is spend my time with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson's team, with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson's team, with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson's team, with Brittany Anderson, with Brittany Anderson. And meanwhile, we're out here coaching and teaching and training that we're a team that builds people up and develops leaders, right? Which we do, which is why we're on this zoom call together. Okay. But then what happens is all these people who have their hands raised who say, look, I just don't know how to do it yet. Look, I'm just nervous right now. Look, I, I only, I've never sold before, but I want it. What's going to happen is a Brittany's going to blow me out, right? It's going to mess with my money because Brittany's going to grow because I'm cultivating and building so much uh, leadership in depth in there. But then the other thing is that what happens if Brittany and I get in a fight? And like, not like the typical Jesse Lee, Brittany Anderson, like scuffles where we just disagree with each other, but like an actual fight. Okay. Where all of a sudden Brittany hates me and Brittany is like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And she quits and she, and the whole, t I mean, I'm just saying, and I'm using Brittany as an example because 
like I said last night on the call, I think I'm like Evan where it said, where she asked Evan, what happens if we get divorced? What are three things you take? And first thing he said was your life. Okay. So like, that's just a joke. Okay. Ha ha. I'm not going to kill anybody. Okay. But, um, I thought that that was super interesting where a lot of us go deep, deep, deep in one leg. We blow out the rest of our business. We stop developing other leaders. Um, and then we have a very unstable, shaky business. Very unstable, shaky business. And there's some of you on this call, whether you're a rank two, you're seeing that, or if you're a rank eight, you're seeing that, right? It it happens all across the board. So I'm not speaking to one person. This isn't me chastising, okay? This is me saying, have an awareness around it now in your business because we're all babies in business. None of us are even three years in business yet. Can you believe that? We're all literally still infants, in, or I guess we're toddlers in business. You can still correct it now, but you will get frustrated if you do not recruit, if you do not develop, if you do not build other outside legs, because there isn't going to be the stability that you really, really want and need uh, in, in your business. And so I want to show you something because this, I think, is something we often talk, and, and it takes time. Let me go ahead and like beep, beep, back it up for a second. It's going to take time for you to have that structure. It's going to take time for you to, especially if you do recruit a superstar, right? Then it is going to take time to balance it out. And that's okay. Having an awareness around that is okay. But make sure you don't do the thing where you just go super, super deep. And then you're so focused on one leg of business that it accidentally sabotages everything else. So I asked for the pro champs to send me um, in our chat their their structure. I asked them to show me uh, basically where uh, where their five largest teams are, which is a report we can actually pull. All of you can. You can go under group volume. And the reason is I think we focus, hear me on this, we focus so heavily on sales and customers, which is really important, and it definitely stabilizes our personal business, that we forget to see where the strong leadership is. We forget to identify where the most actually stable businesses are. And so I almost hesitate to post group volume all the time in the empire because that's not an actual sign of leadership. It's just not. Okay, like I love all of you. I really do. Just because you see somebody with, I don't know, like 500,000 group volume, because there's a couple of those, right? That just, that literally does not make them a leader, right? Especially if you don't know where the volume is coming from. Does that make sense? Especially if you don't know how um, flamingoed, <laughs> it just came into my head, how flamingoed their business is. You know what I mean? Like one strong leg and then the other leg is like, like a flamingo. Okay. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Like a flamingo business. If that person leaves, they're literally screwed. They don't even know what to do. And then you can't go and start to develop the other lines of business. Because the other lines of business, then Jenny's going to call me and be like, well, where you been the last three years, you heffa, right? Then I'm going to get Megan Hunter all PO'd at me. Well, where have you been? Oh, right. All you've been doing is talking to Brittany Anderson, Sydney Smith calling me up for real. Oh, now you want to chat because now Brittany quit. And now all of a sudden I'm mad at you. That's nice. Okay. I see how it is. You say this is heart-centered leadership, Eliza Minnelli. Like, It's so dangerous, which is why I constantly say this is not, I've been really funny lately. I don't know why. Okay. That's why I constantly say you have to build a business wide. It's going to start 
with you. So that's why we're going to talk about recruiting. So like this is somebody in business and I like that Two of her people don't even have photos on here. This is a pro champ. This is a multiple month pro champ. This is not somebody who just hit pro champ like yesterday or anything like that. But I want to show, and this is like over a week ago, but I want to show you how stable this business is. Like, do you see this? This is extremely, extremely stable. Like, do you see how none of this person's lines of business, none of them, are destroying another one. Not, this is not a flamingo. This is like a centipede, okay? Like this is the kind of business you want to have. If you have this kind of business, it's, this is longevity. This takes very real leadership. I'm not going to say who it is. This takes very real leadership. Not to say the other people aren't leading. Don't get all in your feelings and butt hurt if you're currently blown out. That's not what this is about. This is because... 85% of you are visual learners. And if I don't show you something like this, you don't understand what I'm saying. Make sense? Is everybody like, grateful that I just showed you that? Because now you're like, oh, oh, okay, right? That is an extremely stable business. I'm not going to hold up anybody else's business because it's literally not about comparison right now. Check your own back office, right? If you look at... And I'll, I mean, I'll show you my back office all day, but you see it because you, I pull group volume sometimes so wide, so wide, like to be in my top five in group volume, you've got to hit pro champ by like the eighth of the month. Like it's a little crazy in the JL front line. And that is where the stability comes from. Right. Uh, and that's why, and that's, and I said it last night, I want all of you to understand, uh, that this is a legacy business. It shouldn't just be my word and it doesn't have to be your word, but I need you to know you get to will this business to somebody. You need to start thinking in your hearts, those people that you care about that you want to be able to give that to, right? Cause it's, I know sometimes we won't play for ourselves. Is anyone else like that? Or is it just me? Like I, it's not, I don't, I really don't care about money. I don't care about any of this. Right. But when I look at the faces of the 200 of you on here, like, I got to show up for more than me because the ripple effect of this is tremendous. You know, if I don't show up, it affects Jackie, it affects Whitney, it affects Dee, it affects Tina, it affects Katie, it affects Agnes, it affects Trisha, it affects Leslie, it affects Samantha, it affects, it affects all of you and all those different families as well, right? So if you're not going to show up for yourself, if you're not going to recruit for yourself, recruit and build a stable business for all those other people. Recruit a, a stable business for the, the lives that are not yet born yet that are going to be generations and generations to come because you don't even just change your own life when you decide to build a stable business. You get to change, I mean, live people you will never meet. I mean, there are people's lives I've changed directly that I will never know their names. They will never know my name. Does that make sense? Like how powerful is that concept? I just think it's, I think it's crazy. I think it's something that people need to talk about more. So for me, recruiting became something that was really important to me um, in my first year of business because it just was because I had a sponsor call me and she said, Jesse Lee, or it was my, my second sponsor. So it'd be like if I called, uh, who's in my second, I don't even know, who's in my second generation? I don't know, there we go. It'd be like if I called Nicole Peters, she's right there on my front screen. If I called Nicole Peters and I said, Nicole, hi, 
What's up with these sales, sister? <laughs> They're amazing. Uh, who are you? This is literally how the conversation went. The CEO calls me. Who are you? I said, what? What do you mean? Right? And my sponsor's like, you, or my sponsor's sponsor says, you need to start recruiting. And I said, why? And she said, and I want some of you to do this and get in your hearts a little bit more. She said to me, she said, has this business changed your life at all? And I want you to write that down and I want you to think about the ways that this business has changed your life, okay? And it doesn't have to be money stuff because at that point, the money wasn't really that good, but I was making a lot of sales. She calls me and she says, you know, isn't it kind of selfish of you to not want to give those opportunities to other people also? And I'm red as red comes, like I'm so competitive but I am such a mushball. Like I love people so much. And so when she said, oh, did you think nobody else needed to put gas in their tank? Oh, did you think nobody else puts groceries back at the grocery store? Oh, oh, do you think that nobody else sits on the park bench with their kids? I was a nanny. I wasn't, um, they weren't my kids. You think nobody else sits on the park bench with kids and just wonders why am I so tired? Why am I so miserable? Why am I, why can I not buy a pair of shoes? Is this really what life is about? I don't even know who I am anymore. She's like, oh, Oh, is that just you? And I went, oh my God. And so some of you, I think, aren't in a recruiting mindset because you're still thinking that it has to be about you to change your life, and it doesn't. If you want to change your life directly, your job is to directly change the lives of more people. Because if, and this is a Zig Ziglar quote, it's not a Jesse Lee quote, but everything you want in life can be achieved if you help enough people get what they want in life. So who are those single dads, those single moms who need to find themselves again? Who are the people who don't get recognized at work? Who are the people in the unhealthy relationships who are quite frankly depressed? Who are the people who have lost their entire sense of identity? Who are the people who have to do hamburger helper every single day of the week and they don't want to, but they have to? Who are the people like me who grew up in a household where we had one chicken we would buy on Sundays because it was cheaper, probably because it was expired and it would last for the protein for their family of six every single day day for an entire week. Like, I just want you to think of the actual ways that your life has changed because of this. Get in your heart. Because when that happened for me, I became a recruiting monster because it stopped being about the rank advancement. It stopped being about the things I could have. It started being about, oh my gosh, I can help people change their lives. And I will tell you, I don't know the exact numbers in our company, but I'm going to tell you something that really helped me build. And even if I give you fake numbers on this call, I think it will take a lot of you to the next level in business. Is this, is this already beneficial for you? Like are some of you like, Ooh, okay. Okay. So here's where this is how the compensation plan works in my party plan business. And it's very tactical. So if you're tactical and number oriented, I think this is really going to help you. So for me to get my first promotion, which was called junior manager, I needed three recruits, okay? Now, there's no recruit requirement in our company, but I almost want you to pretend there is. Do you see where my train of thought is going with this? Like, I think some of you just need to view the business a little differently and it'll change your whole perspective. So for me to get my first promotion where I did make more money, just like you will get more money when you hit rank two, I needed three recruits. And so why don't we pretend that together, 
right? Why don't we pretend, like write it down. Okay, I want to hit rank two. I need three recruits. Write it down. That's frontline, okay? To hit rank three, stop thinking of it as 5,000 points, which is what I think we're doing. We're so into the numbers. We're so into the boxes. We're so into the exact, 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 exact that we stop remembering that we're in the business of changing people's lives. And I think I became such a monster recruiter because I went right into, oh, these are people's actual lives I'm changing, right? So to get to the next promotion, which was called manager, I needed six recruits in my front line and I needed two in my second. I'll say it again. So can we pretend that rank three is six personal recruits and two in your second line? Is this, is this how, is this already helping somebody? I just, I just wonder like, cause this is a totally different way of thinking about the business. It's, it's literally completely different. Okay. So that's six in two, because for me, when I had six in my front line, I did not have two in my second line. How many of you feel me on that? Like I did not, I did not have the manager qualifications for me to get to manager, AKA we're calling it rank three right now. It was more like nine to get to two. And what happened was I started focusing my heart in the business so much more because I couldn't just, oh, let me bring them in. Let me recruit them. Let me sell to them. Let me close a kit. Let me get the points. 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 No, no, no. It ended up being, okay, hold on a second. I just brought in Crystal. I need to help Crystal get somebody. I need to help Crystal change somebody's life. It, it wasn't about, it instantly wasn't about me anymore. It was, okay, I just brought in Megan. How, okay, we got to get, okay, woo, Megan, or wow, Megan's got Amber. Now I, we got to get one more. We got to get one, we got to help Megan get her business to two. And the interesting thing was, I didn't want to stop there to help Shauna get her two. Because I wanted to get Shauna to rank two or to those three recruits. Make sense? So it ended up being like I'm accidentally almost mentoring people to that rank two, not talking about 1,500 points in volume, but talking about, okay, we've got to get Shauna that daily pay at rank two, which literally helps happens in our company. So how do I get Shauna? Okay, Shauna needs three. Shauna doesn't need two. Shauna needs three. So then, boom, I'm hitting my six in my two, which was more like nine in two, like I said. And then I had that promotion. And then just like in our company, the residual pay went up, right? Makes sense. Okay. And then it was like, okay, next goal, write this down. Rank four. Rank four, or it was also called, it was called in, in my first company, it was called uh, senior manager. And I'm telling you how powerful this is because do you understand I have not been part of this company in seven years? Like literally I've not been part, more than seven years. Like literally, and I still remember these numbers. Like that's how powerful it is because I still remember, I still remember the people that got me to manager. Do you understand? Like I still remember the names of the people that I drove to get those three people. (laughs) It's crazy. So to get to rank four, we're going to call it, it was 12 and six. And I will promise you it wasn't no 12. (laughs) Wasn't no 12 in my front line to get my six. It sure wasn't. It was like 20. I had to personally bring in like 20 to get those six. But when you're bringing those people in, you start to see. 
Okay, yeah, 12 and 6 were the actual numbers required, but it was 20 and 6. And here's the other thing. I want you, and I think that, again, this was really important. It wasn't just bringing in bodies. I'm going to say that again. It wasn't just bringing in bodies. It was 12 qualified recruits and 6 qualified recruits. All it took to be a qualified recruit was the equivalent of run your freaking smart ship. Right? So it wasn't, it, it wasn't bring in fake volume. It wasn't drive to a fake rank, right? Like it, it was actual, okay, we have people now in business who I have to make sure I'm talking to my 20 and my six to make sure I maintain my rank, right? I actually, and so if you see the way that I get under the business and I'm like, oh, Christy, tell me about you. Lisa, tell me about you. Esther, tell me about you. Deb, I want to know more about you. Lauren, I need to know more. Where are you from? Who are you? Like, tell me about your kids. What's going on in Italy? Kenny and Agatha and, and Daniela, like, what is going on? You know, hey, what's up, Andrea? Like, it's because I was, I was trained to keep people around by caring about them. And I feel like that is really in your DNA more than anything. But I travel around the world, as you see, and I, I coach this, I train this, but I don't think I train this whole 12 and 6, three, you know, 6 and 2, it, whatever, whatever. I don't think I do it enough. But it's where the intention comes from then. Then you actually get to know people. And when you get to know people, there's not really a conversation of like, hey, Lisa, so are you going to go ahead and place that order this month? Hey, Frasia, I just wanted to make sure, like, are you going to get your qualifying order in? Lizbeth, hey, Leah, what's up, sis? Like, there's none of that, right? Because it's more like I'm having conversations like, Francesca, what's up, sister? You look good in blue, girl. Ooh, that baby blue look good on you, right? And then I'm just having conversations where I know people. I'm stabilizing everything, but quite frankly... We, I, I've been team never drop a rank for nine and a half years. I don't say that to brag to you. I say that because it's so wide and stable because there's relationships in there and people will build their business more because they go, oh my gosh, she knows me. Oh my gosh, I'm handpicked for some call. Oh my gosh, she knows who Cassie is, who Christy is, who Amy is, who Allison is like, Yeah. Right? Like it's like it's amazing the way you start to see how things in your life actually set you up for the success that you have here. Okay? So after that was rank 5, right? Or I, I or it wasn't called rank 5 obviously, but I still remember it was 18 and 12. And 18 and 12 was a doozy, okay? Because I went from 12 and 6 to 18 and 12. Shut up, okay? That really sucked. I'm not going to lie to you. I still remember being like, are you kidding me? But how many of you can look at your business and go, okay, but if I had 18 and I had 12, I'm probably going to miss rank five. I'm probably going to go straight to six, right? And it's not about looking at the, it's again, it's, those are real people. You're going to have to drive multiple people to that, you know, rank two with the three recruits. If you look at it like that, if you structure it like that, I hope you're all taking notes and maybe kind of visually drawing this out because I don't have it drawn out for you. But I think this is so powerful that whoever is drawing it out, if you want to put it maybe in the League of Legends chat or whatever, like these, these are real people. You can actually track your business like this. Like, can, like some of you have teams. Most of you have a recruit or multiple. Can you actually write that down? 
And the cool thing is if you write it down, you keep yourself honest, right? Because what happens is more often than not, we are running to ranks, but we're running to ranks with people that are, that are un, like way deep and we're driving from the bottom up, which is actually the super toxic MLM culture that I just don't subscribe to, right? And when you do that, it feels good for our ego when we see our group volume go ba 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 ba. But is it actually you? If you're writing down the names of your front line and you're saying, and you don't need to share this with them, but what if you wrote down their group volume, right? What if you wrote down where they actually are so you can see how wide and evenly structured you are? It's going to keep you honest in your business. You're going to see, oh my God. Like some of you have two in your front line and 40 in your second line, right? But the 40 are all under one person. Or it's just two lines because you hit the lottery. I don't really know. Okay? But keep yourself honest because you know in your heart that's not a stable business. I know you know that. So focus on keeping yourself honest. Something else I did a lot was, and I, I love Facebook memories for this, is I, and I did this every year, but since we're in September, maybe we could start doing this every month. I actually had, and I'm not creative. I'm sure there's like apps for this now, but I'm very tactical. I like to touch stuff. Um, I actually would get a poster board from the grocery store. Like I know that's, or, you know, it's not fancy, but I had a, and I drew a thermometer. Some of you might remember this. And so I would draw a thermometer and I would literally have, um, my actual, uh, I had, and it was like a, a, can you visualize this? Like it was the boards that go like this, you know, like they're, they're big here and then they go like this on the sides. So the thermometer trifold, thank you. The, the, the trifold thing in the middle, I had a thermometer where it was group sales. And then on the left-hand side, I would write at the top, um, Jesse Lee's personal recruits this month. And I would, I would set a goal and I would have lines like actual lines. So you can do it at whatever your goal is. Is it five? Is it 10? Mine's always been psycho. So it's more like 20 to 30. I would have the lines there. And then on the third side of the trifold, I had, I love this. I remember when you made us make thermometers, the OGs remember this, this, yeah, this is science fair business edition, right? And then on the third side, I had my personal customers. I literally did this. This is back in party plan days. But for those of you who are visual and you, you're catching yourself like racking your brain in a back office and it's not actually helping you, that's probably the visual thing you need. So you see the group volume going up, but are you still staying visually current credibility? And I will tell you, I was so competitive with myself that... I was like dying to write somebody's name on that stupid trifold. Like every day I was like, I just want to write somebody's freaking name on the freaking trifold. All I want to do is write Tina Jo Stevens. She's this close. Like I was so pumped. Like when she, when I would close that person, I would run over to that dumb trifold and write, whoo, Stephanie Holbin, got him. Like I was so excited. And like I said, it kept me very honest. And then I did keep that sheet of that, you know, the 12 and the six, the 18 and the 12, whatever it was. So I knew where my business was. 
Okay. The thermometer was just my volume. The thermometer was just team goal at the, up at the top. I'd write like a hundred thousand or something, you know, 50,000, 30,000, whatever it was. Oh my gosh, man, this person's messing up the training. Ding dong. It's probably more freaking swag. Gosh, darn it empire. Okay. Yeah. Like it sounds silly, but how many of you have kids and you've noticed that when you do a sticker chart or you do a, whatever the heck it is, those kids do more chores, you know? Hey, how are you? Just doing the lawn? Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, not swag. This is Jesse Lee, first world bougie, doesn't know how to mow a lawn. All right. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So at any rate. So yes, do it on a board. Do it on what I will literally find a photo of my trifold and I will show you guys. Okay. Um, and something else that I actually ended up buying in my fourth year of party plan there were these giant stickers that were super popular called fat heads. I don't even know if they still make them, but fat head literally went on your wall, like a, like a sticker and it would, but it would peel off. It wouldn't damage your wall. And I had, I bought a thermometer one. Like that's how serious I was about visually seeing things. So anyway, 18 and 12 after that, it was 20 and 15, which doesn't seem that aggressive. The one after that was 20 and 20. Then it was 30 and 30, that was national director, I still remember, 30 and 30, and then hit top rank was 60 and 60, and I will be the one to tell you very honestly right now, if you have 60 frontline recruits that are actively building every month, and I'm not talking rank sixes, I'm not, I'm literally talking 60 active promoters in your frontline and 60 active promoters in your second line, bet me you're not ranked 10. I mean it. I mean it. That's a lot of people's problems is that we just don't have enough width. And I had a conversation with Brian. I had a conversation with Brian uh, in, in Kentucky and he was saying, he was just kind of talking about our team. And he's like, I mean, your checks are crazy, Jesse Lee. I said, He's like, I wish more people would understand you have to go wide. It's, but it's not network marketing culture. It's just not, right? It's much more popular in network marketing culture to drive super, super deep. And Sydney was there, so she can vouch for me. He mentioned, he said this, okay? Uh, 60 and 60 was what uh, top rank was, 60 and 60. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm just promising you, uh, I am promising you that 60 and 60, uh, where our business was, was crazy. And I'm not saying 60 customer smart ships. I'm saying 60 people actually building their business. Like, can you imagine if you had 60 and maybe that's 60 rank ones really? I mean, not everyone will be rank one, but people who are actively talking in your chat, actively building their business, actively plugging in, actively showing up on team trainings. Come on, man. Promise you your top rank. But I think sometimes we're just focusing on the wrong things. And when it comes to recruiting, it's just about changing people's lives. It's just about having the conversation. I had a conversation with Jenny the other day. Um, I think she was at my house when we had the conversation. And she's like, I just need to recruit more people. I'm like, yes. But when was the last time you talked about it? And I say that to many of you because that's just the only problem you actually have. Is you're just not talking about it. Right? And I know it might make you a little uncomfortable, but talk about it. Talk about your business. Talk about 
the people on this team who are winning. Talk about these exclusive trainings. Like, I don't, who said this? Oh my God, was it Eric yesterday? It was. Eric Warrior yesterday was like, that, he, he, they literally said the Empire, by the way. They mentioned our team. They're like, there are people who literally join Jesse Lee and they will join you just because the Empire is a network marketing brand at this point. He's like, people want to be associated with that freaking crowns up thing. They want to be associated with that swag. They want to throw up gang signs. They want to be part of that. Literally, Eric Worre says this on a, and it's not even just the mastermind. There was the beyond leadership thing. The beyond leadership thing. Like I literally, I will do it today. I promise you. I have to write an article for business for home. They asked me to write an article about Empire U. There is an actual culture around this right? I know you know that. This is a recruiting tactic. I love when I see some of your stories where like, you're like doing a video and then you put it in your like, do you get, uh, uh, what do you, do you get exec or exclusive training from a, a, a certified multi-billionaire? Like, I don't care what you say. It sounds a little silly sometimes, but sometimes we don't know how good we have it, right? Cause it's, it's just what you're used to. It's just what you're used to. Bet the people in, I know it's not just my DMs. I know it's leaders on this team who are like, hey, please, please adopt me. Please, 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 please. I'm lost. Oh, help. Okay, like it's crazy. I don't get any training. Help. Like, what do I do? Uh, huh, huh. I want to wear a crown on my shirt. How do I switch? I want a pop socket. My leader won't buy me a hat. I, uh, you send out all this mail. I want mail. Like, it's crazy but you don't realize it maybe because it's what you're used to right that's a recruiting tactic it it just is it just is because what we think is normal it's just our normal it's just our normal okay I promise you it is a recruiting mindset for the most part for most of you you don't need me to tell you how to use scripts. You don't need to tell me to tell you, "Oh, use people's stories." You don't need me to tell you, "Oh, it's very important to recruit and build your business." It it's literally none of this. Okay? I know I love that I saw that uh that crown she said, right? Like right now, uh you know, we've got multiple people on this call who literally sat out 6 months, Lee and Tracy, rank 5 in the UK. They and they were bullied. Literally bullied. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? They're like, we know it's going to be worth it. There are so many people, I promise you. Okay? So make the decision to be a recruiter. Make a decision to get confident in those conversations. Make the decision to develop the skills to recruit. Make up your mind, y'all, with the fear of talking to people about this business. You know? It's okay to be nervous and scared and whatever and feel like you're doing it wrong. You're not. Just have a normal conversation. People just want to be spoken to. People love when you just say, yeah, oh, I want to join your team. Great. What questions can I answer for you? That's the line. Great. What questions can I answer for you? And only answering those. Oh, I'm so excited for you. What questions can I answer for you? Right? Because I, I promise you the residual income is in the recruiting. Okay, the giant checks are in the frontline activity and you won't get your ego hurt. You won't have a blowout line. You won't have any of that if you make sure you keep yourself honest. Like I said, you make sure you keep your recruits coming in. And if you want your team to recruit more people, show them that mom and or dad, who whichever one you are, I know we got men on here, is doing the thing. 
right? Show them that you are doing the work. I promise you, I don't have to say anything. The amount of people that I add to my frontline chat, they're like, another one? An another, another one? An another one? A another one? Like, they see what's going on. So they know, and another one, <laughs> right? Like DJ Khaled, <laughs> right? Like, I'm just telling you, it ends up being a mindset and we have to make more friends, have more communications. If I could give you any tip because I gave this to somebody today on a coaching call. I said, you need to add yourself to more groups. Okay. Some of us are sharing our videos in the same groups we keep sharing into over and over again. And now we're only getting like 20 new followers or 10 new followers or whatever. Like spend some time today, add yourself to some more groups, then go do a Facebook live around whatever it is you'd like to do Facebook lives around that is not keto related. Okay. Cause I'm just going to tell you, I don't think keto people are your people. Like if we're just being honest, okay? They're low-hanging fruit for sure. They'll buy your freaking ketones, whatever. Do your keto kitchens, yes, blah, blah, blah. You can't convince me that those are your business builders. You can't convince me that those are the people that are actually, you'll find some some people that, yes, end up being your homies. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I know half of the half of Amanda's team watched a mug cake, okay? I get it, all right? But I am saying... What if you start, what if you did a live on, you know, something you're super passionate about and instead of sharing it just to the network marketing groups, you had joined 15 business building groups and you added yourself to that or whatever it is. Does that make sense? Like you're so much more than a mug cake. You're so much more than a uh, taco soup. You're so much more than a fat bomb, Right. So yes, you can get customers, but if we're going to do, if we're going to hit 60 and 60 or 30 and 30 or 18 and 12 or six and three or whatever your goal is, wherever you are in your business right now, I'm just telling you, it's going to have to come from the, 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 the actively looking for your people and making sure that you are building a business that is very authentic to who you are. And that is somewhere outside probably of those, maybe not for some of you, but for most of you, I would say it's outside of those keto kitchen groups and stuff of that nature. So I hope that this helped you uh, at least understand recruiting a little more. Does anybody feel like they have more clarity around this? Or you're like, I feel like I actually know what to do now. I feel like I've kind of been spinning my wheels a little bit. I feel like I've just been kind of throwing stuff at a wall and hoping the numbers match up. Uh, I just think this is a very different perspective. And I've wanted to train you on this for a while and I just completely forgot. But that is my tactical way of building. And so... My homework for you is on top of the group thing and the live thing, please go into your back office and be honest with yourself today. Pull your, um, your personal, right? We can pull personals, your personal promoters and write those out. Get a honest idea of where your business is and an honest idea of who's actually active in that front line. Like you might have some people with 100 or 200 or 300 points in volume, but they don't all necessarily count as one of your 30 or 12 or whatever it is you're looking for, right? Like the people that when you message them, they message back. When you say trainings Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., they say, see you there. Who are your actually active people? Because if you start hitting those numbers... I'm telling you, we're going to have a lot more promotions in this team. And, and we have a lot, but I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot more. And a lot of you are going to be able to drive these last two weeks of this month to a very, very high rank. I'm just telling you, I think some of you just needed the boop, boop, 
shift in your head. And now that you know, oh, I need those numbers, it'll change for you. I think a lot of you have been waiting for the how many recruits do I need? Just call it 12 frontline and six in your second and see what happens. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for jumping on. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. And call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 230, I think. Oh, my God. Of the show. I'm so excited to be on here with all of you. This is crazy pants. This is literally one of the most fire episodes. You are going to be so excited when you listen to it. You're going to share this with your whole team. Trust me. This is a totally different perspective on recruiting. And I'm promising you right now, you need this. Okay. This is very different than your normal, like, oh, all you need to do is talk to more people. Oh, drive from the bottom up. Crap training. That is not what this training is. No offense. I said crap training because I'm scooping dog poop. Okay. Let's be honest about it. But like, I'm just telling you, this is literally how Jessie Lee with no experience built a top rank in her company, first company ever in her first year. So that's nine year old, nine years ago, OG Jessie Lee. And so I think that's what a lot of you need to hear. And this is the episode for you. So share this with your team. Don't be stingy with your goodness. That would be a big mistake. This is such a powerful episode. And today's reviewer of the show, if you have not already subscribed, first of all, that would mean a lot to me, so please do. <laughs> and leave a review wherever you're listening. I would really appreciate it. Today's reviewer of the show is N-G-L-L-E-N-Z-A. I don't know how to say that. But listen and fire up. Five stars. Listening to Boss Lee is like taking a roller coaster, getting that adrenaline rush so high, and pumping up so bad that the ride finishes and you just want to jump again and repeat. Your energy amazes me, and I gain a lot of trust in myself when I listen to you. You thank So thank you, and God bless you always. Sincere hug and Latin love from Puerto Rico. I love it. I love you guys. Make sure you screenshot this, put in your story, and I want to know when you post it in your story can you tell me if this is a new perspective for you I'm just curious love you guys appreciate you enjoy episode 230 of the show